Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monday, October the 7th on When I Rise. This is Year C, Proper 23, or the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, and uh, we're going to cover the Old Testament passage in the lectionary today, Jeremiah 29, verse 1, and verses 4 through 7. So we will uh, read that passage, I'll give a couple thoughts of reflection, then we'll spend some time praying along the themes of that passage. Special shout out to Steve Skillam, a younger brother who turns... 37 years old today. Happy birthday, brother. Jeremiah 29, verses 1 and 4 through 7. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried off into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This is the word of God for us. All right, let me share just a couple thoughts from Jeremiah 29 before we turn to a time of prayer. First up, this is obviously the passage that a lot of people have their life and favorite verse in, which is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. And that's a great verse. It's inspiring. And we just need to know that we have to read around it and capture the whole context because as we do so, it's an even more inspiring verse. So we know in the Old Testament history in 587 BC, the Neo-Babylonians with Nebuchadnezzar as their king came and waged war against Israel. And they conquered Jerusalem and they, they hauled people away, particularly those influential and educated persons from among their population to serve their kingdom in Babylon. And so um, there's an obvious question. How long are we going to be here and what shall we do? What does it mean to be faithful in this new setup? And so what we have here is a unique opportunity to look into a window into how, at least from Jeremiah's perspective, how they should conduct themselves as they're away in exile. And this is a stunning passage because I think we would assume if we're a part of that community that since this is not our home, uh, they don't know our customs, we don't know the language, that they would be uh, they would be eager not to assimilate into culture, but to stay to themselves and just to kind of wait around to see if they could get some deliverance. And so Jeremiah's words are actually quite a surprise to us. Israel laid claim because they had land and they had a temple and they they dwelt with their God there. And so away from Jerusalem, away from the temple, many of them probably wondered if God was still with them or not. And so God gives this unusual set of commands that they don't need to be afraid, that they don't need to isolate from themselves, but they need to go ahead and have kids and grandkids and to seek the peace and prosperity, not just of the city of Jerusalem, but to any city for which God had called them. This is important. God was calling them not just to have a holographic experience in Babylon, and just a thin veneer of a, a quality of life, but to, to plant deeply and to engage with the culture around them. And so uh, this is uh, such a, you know, a command to resiliency, not to give up, not to wither away, not to... Um, 
be depressed and to um, just kind of, you know, stew around in their depression about not being in their homeland. But God wants them to be motivated. He wants them to settle, to live life, uh, to keep the dream um, of God's people alive. And as they do so, they're training and preparing for a trip back to the Holy Land. We know that 70 years after they settle, they get to go back. Jeremiah reveals that. Perhaps we'll cover that passage in another time. But this is, um, I think this presents a couple of ideas. Number one, like if we could follow this advice, what we can conclude about God's dream for us is that people of faith can be people of grit as well. Um, We're not just waiting around to see what happens, uh, but we're disciplined and um, we've got ingenuity and we hustle even though we rest with God, we also hustle and uh, we continue to try to build and to develop. And so uh, perhaps that's an admonition for some of us today who, you know, it just seems like we've been in a holding pattern for a long, long time and we don't have any firm direction. Uh, maybe we can hear the admonition from Jeremiah to the people in exile. That that admonition is for us, that we dig deep, that we make plans, that we build a network and a community, that we seek the peace and prosperity no matter where we are. Um, this is a, a promise to bounce back. Israel's not going to wither away and die, but they are going to bounce back. Um, and they're also going to be agile, and they have a new faithfulness as they dwell in a new land. And so perhaps... That is the challenge for some of us too. We need to get agile again. We've been settled. Uh, We've been stationary. We've been stagnant. And so uh, perhaps we can hear this passage and have uh, the gift of faith to dig deeper and to go further and to dream dreams that God would lead us to dream. And so let's pray along some of those themes this morning and uh, bring our request to God here on When I Rise. Lord God, we come before you today and we are thankful for another day. We thank you for a fresh week that starts on Monday and we thank you that we can um, come to you in prayer, that we can come to you in prayer when things are put together. Uh, we can put come to you in prayer when things may be settled or unsettled in our life. And so we have grateful hearts because we understand that we get to commune with you as we spend time in prayer. So God, our soul rises to meet you today. And God, we, um, we relish the story of Jeremiah. We relish these peculiar sets of commands that are given to the people of Israel, even though they're going through a time of devastation. God, we know that we don't have to give up, that we don't have to wither away, that we don't have to um, feel like the, the, you know, the game's over because we've had some setbacks. But we thank you that what we see in this passage is that the people of faith have grit, that we have resiliency, that we can be agile, that we can bounce back because of your grace. And so God, I pray that this would be a, a rally cry in our hearts. This would be like a holy roar uh, deep within us in our souls, that we would dig deeper, that we would have wide-eyed wonder with the possibilities that are in front of us. God, I, I pray particularly for people who are in a place of malaise, uh, who have uh, re- neglected to dream dreams because they've had dreams wither and die, or doors have been shut, and uh, they have they have no idea what to step next or to do next. God, we thank you that this the story's not over, that there's still time on the clock, that you still have meaning uh, to offer us in our lives. And so, God, I pray that you would raise us all up, that you would fill us with your spirit, that you'd fill us with enthusiasm, that there'd be a boldness, that there'd be an eagerness about our steps today. I pray that you give us uncanny friendships that we can lean on during this season, that they, the, that there'd be people of affirmation, people of hope in our life that will not allow us to wither away and to isolate ourselves and to uh, re- rehearse uh, songs of, of bitterness but God, I pray that your grace and your salvation would cause us to be awakened and that we, we, uh, that we be awakened 
into the wonder that's in front of us. So God, stir us once again. Give us dreams to dream. Give us visions to cast. Allow us to be included in community where we're encouraged instead of discouraged to, to go further and to dream bigger. And so God, I pray that you would breathe upon the church, breathe upon us, allow us to have enthusiasm even on an early Monday morning. May your kingdom come and will be done in our lives. So God, we pray that you give us a resiliency to bounce back and to move forward. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.